For others, it shows up as glimmers of light that all of a sudden show up in their daily lives. They see a spark of light flash. Why they have their eyes open or why they have their eyes closed. It's the beginning of a stirring of consciousness that has been asleep for so long. Now, awareness is coming present. The consciousness is beginning to wake up. And it's responding to something that isn't physical. It's responding and being aware of something most profound. It's true nature. It's soul. That which is God inside. I have found for myself that I have in the past wanted to make things right in people's lives. Like I said earlier, there are those actions as we move through this experience where all of a sudden we will make everything right for everybody else. We want to fix the world. We want to fix people. We want to fix ourselves. And we struggle to try to make that all happen. And I've been there. And all the work I have done in my counseling work, and my sharing, there has been that part of me that has wanted to fix things, have wanted to make things right in people's lives. And I've assisted some. And I've also found great disappointment that I couldn't do it. I couldn't make things happen. I couldn't change the world or myself or others through my own willfulness or my own force or power. I found and I've learned that each of us are in a particular action of learning. It's a lot like a parent with their children. No matter how many times you tell them no, 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 they're going to do what they want to do. They're going to learn what they need to experience. They're going to do it so that they can learn it and move on. And I've learned that it's best just to let a soul keep stepping forward. Maybe they're getting really close to that quicksand and they're going to sink. And I know it because I've been there. I've walked it. I've sunk into it. But I also now know that you can get out of it very easily. It doesn't mean the end. It doesn't mean death. It just means another opportunity to experience something. And so I've learned for myself It's better to let a person walk the path, have the journey that they're taking, and do it to the fullest. And if they have to step off the cliff, if they have to step into the quicksand, if they have to walk up and get bit by that snake that they themselves earlier laid down there so that they could walk by it and get bit, so be it. Years ago, I had a spiritual teacher who used to walk around when we would go for walks or be sitting in coffee shops, and he would be talking about how the bomb just went off in somebody's life that they laid for themselves 10 years ago. And I couldn't understand what he was talking about. The bomb just went off? What? What is he talking about? Well, as I began to watch, I could see what he was talking about. We go around in our lives... And we set these little traps for ourselves. We place these little bombs around in our consciousness and in our daily lives outwardly as well. In people, in jobs, in situations. 
We set up circumstances for our learning. We set it up. Not, not God, not the world. We set it up. And we walk away from it for a while, and then we forget that we ever even set up the trap. We set the time bomb, and we're just waiting now for it to go off. And then all of a sudden, we find ourselves falling into the pit that we dug for ourselves. We find ourselves standing next to the palm as it blows up in our face, or whatever it might be, and then we start blaming everybody else around us, rather than saying, oh, that's right, I dug that hole. No wonder I fell into it. I dug it. No wonder this bomb was right here next to me at this time. I set it and I've been carrying it around. I've been placing it nearby me all this time, just waiting for the day for it to go off. But most of us, when we fall into the pit or the bomb goes off in our face, we get mad outside. We get mad and blame others because we are looking externally. And being with this man, listening to him share about these things, I began to pay attention. But I was paying attention in the wrong direction. I was looking outside myself, watching everybody else's bombs going off, watching everybody else fall into the pit, watching everybody else go into the quicksand. And I wasn't paying attention to what it was he was trying to teach me and to share with me at that moment. I wasn't looking and seeing, where did I dig the pit? Where did I place the time bomb? Where is that quicksand on my path that I could pay attention to and maybe not have to go into if I did things differently? And that was the key. It's not look outside of yourself and figure it out for everybody else. It's about look inside yourself and find out what it is you're doing right now. Right now in your mind, you're setting up statements, conditions, a life direction of events to unfold before you, and you may not even be aware of it. And yet, when you walk out of here, or next week, or next year, or next lifetime, you're going to walk into what you've just set up for yourself now and wonder, who the hell did this to me? Well, guess who did? You did. You're the devil that created your own hell. And it's up to you to begin to take responsibility for it. And the one way I found for me to handle those things wasn't to try to pay attention to every thought and every feeling and every action and every reaction that I was going through in every given moment of the day. But rather, it was to start the day in meditation. And it was to start the day in the true action of meditation that was stirring inside of me and that stirs inside of all of us eventually. And that is to move into that place of devotion, of loving, of loving the Lord that dwells within us and being open and receiving the loving of the Lord that dwells within us. To begin to move in that action begins to change things. The dynamic that we have been living in begins to change. 
our focus changes, our awareness changes, our experience change. Why? Because the direction of our gaze is different. We are no looking forward outside of ourselves. We're no longer looking down and out. We are now looking inward and upward. And that change of our focus begins to change all of our life. And that's the next challenge, is to begin to allow ourselves to change, to transform. There's a statement that Jesus said, and that is that when we are born again, change comes forward to those that are born again. To be born again is to be born in the Spirit, to come awake in the Spirit. That's initiation. And that's applying that initiation into our daily lives until we truly do wake up and realize that we are born again in the Spirit. We are no longer the living dead. We are now awake and alive in the Spirit. And when this happens, change truly does come upon us. We are transformed. And in the beginning of that, the transformation can be absolutely wonderful. And we just go with it all the way, if we're fortunate. And we have all these inner experiences, or outer experiences, where we begin to see that transformation begin to manifest in our daily life. But then the old habit patterns begin to set in, maybe very quickly and maybe not so quickly. The old ways, the focus back down and out begin to set in and we begin to fall into our old patterns. It's really up to us to stop every moment and pay attention to where are we focusing from and what direction are we focusing in and to begin to not just do our daily meditation for however long that might be, focusing inward and upward, and beginning to move in that element of loving, of loving God and God loving us, but also do that with our eyes open, and to begin to bring forward what we discover in our daily meditation into our daily lives. That's when we begin to truly see transformation and change take place. So on this journey, and each and every one of us on this planet, whether we know it or not, we're on the same journey. We are soul, one soul, one divine experience. Come forward into this creation to have experience here now, to have it fully, so that the divine within us truly can come into the greater knowing of itself at this level of creation and understand the power of creativity and loving that can come forward in the soul, through the soul, at these levels. And just as there was a day where we woke up into these realms to begin the journey of this experience. There will be a day 
where we are going to wake up and the journey of this experience will be done. And we will wake up into yet a new place for a new journey, for a new experience. It has been that way since soul came into expression. When the soul was created, it began immediately moving because that's what the soul is. It's a movement of consciousness that is loving, God's loving. And it is ever moving, ever moving throughout all of God and its creation that God comes into the greater knowing of itself. And so when we complete at this journey's level, we will move on to what's next. And what's next is not in the physical realms. It is not physical, imaginational, emotional, mental, or unconscious. It is of spirit. And so if we are going to continue this journey as we complete this one, we must wake up into the knowing of that next level of our experience. Maybe we didn't need to wake up into it until now because until now it was for us to truly be involved in this world of the physical creation. And so it wasn't important for us to be aware of soul, of spirit, of ourselves as divine because it was important for us to stay caught up in and involved in the physical worlds and the physical body that we were inhabiting. But if it's true that now the spirit is stirring within and now it's time for us to wake up into the divinity that we are, then it's also true that we are preparing for another great adventure, another part of our journey and experience. And that's into the realms of spirit. So now it's time for us then to wake up, to wake up spiritually and to know ourselves as spirit as divine, as soul, so that we can continue that journey. Up until that awakening takes place, we are asleep to those realms of spirit. We are asleep and we, are, we have no awareness of those realms. We have a longing for them because truly that is where the soul dwells and that is what the soul's nature is. But we are asleep to the realms of spirit because it is important that we stay focused into this creation to fulfill what we came here to do. But I know that there are those that are ready to go on into their next journey now to complete this physical journey to complete whatever there is in this physical body, in this physical experience. And when that comes to that day where the last breath is taken and the soul withdraws from this body for the last time, I know that there are those that are ready to continue the journey awake, aware, and very willing to move on into what's next in the realms of spirit and to have those experiences there just as they have here. And that's what this pathway is about. It's a pathway of awakening. It's a pathway of awakening to the divine that we are. It's a pathway of the divine that we are 
coming awake into itself fully and focusing back into those realms that it came from, in the realms of soul and spirit, so that it now can prepare for its next step, its next part of its life experience. I have watched souls as they prepare to come into this physical creation. And the body is in the womb of the mother, being prepared for it to come in. And I've been in the room where the first breath is taken and the soul comes into the body for the very moment of that first breath. And I've watched the soul embody and begin that part of its journey. But that isn't the moment of life. That is just the beginning of another part of the journey of life of the soul. And I've been with those as they take their last breath. And the soul leaves the physical form. And the physical form remains in the physical and the soul goes on to what's next. But that isn't the end of life. That is only the continuation of life experience. If we can begin to realize that and to know that, not just because I say so, or Brian says so, or somewhere it's written in a book, but that you know it because of your own experience, then your life experience is going to be expanded tremendously because there are no limitations. There is always that which is more, always that which is greater than what the eyes, the ears, the senses can experience at these levels. And you know it. And you know the greater truth of who you truly are, which is soul, which is the divine spark. So we're here to assist you in this walk, in this awakening. And we ask of you to share with us. Because in your sharing, we continue to understand each and every one's journey. We get a better picture within ourselves of the journey of the soul. And in our sharing with you, we are assisting you in becoming aware and understanding this greater journey of the soul as well. We are all walking this together. We are all experiencing this together. There is no one greater than the other. We are all equal and the same. God is not different in one place than in another. God is equal and the same everywhere. God is loving. And all it is for us to do is to come into the knowing of that, come into the allowing of that. And that's what devotion is. Devotion is giving permission for loving to come awake and alive and to express and experience itself in all the ways that it can through all that we are, soul down into the physical, So rather than paying attention to every breath and every moment, I would say 
Just be. Be still and know that I am God. Be still in every moment. Be still in every breath. Be still. Maybe that's simpler than paying attention to every moment and every breath. Maybe that's simpler than having to be responsible for your thoughts and your feelings, for your actions and your reactions. Just be still. And let the divine in you live and express and experience. And you just move in the stillness. Maybe that's a new approach, a different approach than you've ever had presented to you. See if that could work. This is a great experiment. And each of us are great scientists, spiritual scientists. And it's for us to conduct those experiments that we are here to experience and to conduct in order for us to truly understand the spiritual pathway for ourselves. When we initiate somebody, we give you a direction. We give you a focus. We give you a way to meditate, to begin to awakening. But then we open it wide up and we say, and now you find out what works for you. Do you chant the name? Do you speak the name? Do you sing the name? Do you do it standing on your head? Do you sit sit down? Do you lay down? How do you do it? How do you wake up? So it is a great experiment. There is no one way. There is no right way. There is the way. That's what this pathway of sound and light has been called throughout eons of time. The way. Jesus called it the way. Lao Tzu called it the way. Aristotle called it the way. So many great teachers have called it the way. Why? Because it's the way. It's not the only way, but it's the way. So you find out the way for you to come awake. You find out the way for you to come alive. You find out the way for you to be loving. You find out the way for you to know and live and be God that you are. For that's who you are. You know, it's amazing to think, could it really be true that the divine spark of God dwells within me? Could it really be true? And then we go out and we do all these things that defy it that deny it, that doesn't allow it to come forward. We go, well, I guess God doesn't dwell with me because look at what I'm doing. But it's wonderful to wake up and to truly know that God is you and you are God. And you can still go out and do all that stuff, but God's still awakening you and God's still with you. And no matter what you do, you can't separate yourself from God and God's not going to abandon you because Hey, you are God. It's wonderful to wake up to that day. And I invite you to begin to follow that stirring inside. Sit down. Give the time. Give that which the Lord of this creation has given you. Time. Oh, I've got plenty of time. Don't do it this lifetime. I've got plenty of time. Let's see, I could do 10,000 lifetimes with you and we've still got plenty of time. So you want time? I'll give you time. But I'll show you how to fill the time up so you don't really have the time. 
I'll keep you busy. That's the thing we have to pay attention to. The world is ever going to lay more at our feet to fill our time up so that our dance card is full. There's not room for another person. There's not a room for another dance. I'm sorry. I'm full this lifetime. We'll have to try the next. Let's see. Nope. That lifetime's almost halfway full, but I can get you in at... <laughs> Believe me. The Lord of this creation has given us time. We've got to take it. We've got to take the time that the Lord has given us at this level and say, okay, you've given me time. I'm going to take it. I'm going to sit down now and I'm going to give myself this time to be with the Lord God, creator of all. No, 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 no. The Lord of this creation will say, no, no, we don't have time for that. That's not why I'm giving you time. I'm giving you time to do things to be involved in things, to get trapped, I mean, to enjoy things. <laughs> it's up to us to decide how we want to spend our time that has been given to us at this level. The Lord of this creation is abundant in time and will give us all the time in the world. We've got to take the time in the world to get free of this world. We've got to take that time. Turn off the TV for five minutes, ten minutes, a half hour, and spend that time with God. Spend the time driving down the road, chanting the hue, the anti-hue, the name of God unspoken. Begin giving the time, not reading the newspaper or listening to the news, but writing down in your journal the news of who you are as you awaken. That's the good news that God has given to all the great spiritual teachers to come and share. And that's the good news, the good tidings that Jesus said, I am here to give to you. These good tidings reside within you. There's good news inside, not in the realm of time and space. The realm of time and space is mucked up with a lot of news that isn't so good because it isn't about soul or loving or God. It's about the misplaced energies and misfocused creations of the soul as it focuses down and out. It's for us to take the time to go inside now and to wake up to the good news that we are God divine, that we are the experience and the expression of God's loving. And it's for us to begin to give it time to live and awake inside of us and then give it time to express itself in all that we do. And the Lord of this creation will have to give you that time if you take it, if you make it. You've got to clear the slate in these realms of time and say, this space is for God. And the Lord of this creation goes, well, but this whole slate is full of me. I am time. Why are you clearing that space off and saying this is for God? I am God and I'm all of this. If, if you go out and you have a good feast, if you go out and you go dancing, if you go out and do drugs, if you go out and have a good time in this world of creation, that's what I want you to do. Then I know you're honoring and worshiping me. And you're saying, no, I'm going to now honor and worship and love the Lord of all creation, not just you and your creation. 
And he'll have to give you space to do that in because all of a sudden he realizes you know something others don't. And you have just now claimed authority for yourself and for your own salvation. You have done that. And it's important for you to be aware of that and to do that. So a challenge for this week. Be still and know that I am God. In every given moment, find that place inside of you to be still. Be still and listen to your friends, to your loved ones. Be still and listen to this creation. Be still and listen inside. Be still and give the opportunity for you to wake up in the divine knowing of who you truly are. And then there'll be a day where Brian and I won't have to sit up here and talk anymore because you'll be still. You'll be so still you won't be able to get in the car. You won't be able to drive over here. You won't be able to come in here. And we'll know one of two things happened. Either you're so still and you're in that stillness and the knowing and in that knowing you're fulfilling and in that fulfillment there's nothing more to be said or done or we will know that you are not being still and you're not interested in stillness and you're caught back up in the world and that's a good place for you to be then too because that's where your lessons lie. Where do your lessons lie? My lessons lie inside. My learning, my experience now lie inside. It's not in this world. I do not find anything interesting in this world. I'm not bored with it. I'm just not interested in it. Be in the world, but not of the world. Well, boy, I'm in it, but I'm not of it. There's nothing out there that attracts me. And that's okay. It wasn't when I was younger. I thought, golly, you know, I don't want to go to parties. I don't want to drink. I don't want to do the drugs. I don't want to do all these things. I don't want to go to the sports games. I'm not interested. And I thought there was something really wrong with me. Now I realize there was nothing wrong with me. My focus was just different. So if you find yourself judging yourself and making yourself wrong because of how you view yourself in the world, of the world, or however, change the way you approach it and your life will be changed. And one way to do that is to be still and allow the rest to unfold. So thank you. That was fun.